You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar there is. Daniel, uh, it feels like we need to be running in slow motion on the beach towards each other. And feels like feels like home. Feels it's we've, home, we've, doesn't it? We found we found our way back to each other after all these many moons. Milo and um, Otis, we got that's we got correct. Back. We um, <clears throat> listen. Schedules are hard. Life is hard. Podcast is hard. Um, but um, we're finally both back on the microphones, mm. and all signs point to a much more normal week of podcast but just this just in it's not a normal week no, of podcast Clint, no because we have football i put my eyeballs about. at a direction of a mm-hmm. television uh-huh. and what okay what well, what came through okay. the cones and into my uh-huh, brain yes. was yes. was darnell washington abusing a young walk on mm-hmm. for all that his <laughs> life was <laughs> Oh, good lord, son! You gotta, you better come with more than a shoulder look, if you want look, to come at that train. Look, I, good on you for trying. Like, just honestly, good on you for trying. But come is with the hips. Come, is it though? Come, come is with it the though? hips. Hey, if you are new to the podcast, we're glad you're here. The reason I, Daniel, and I are introducing ourselves once more last week was hard, and it was a little odd that Daniel's by himself. But fear not, we are back together, tag team, back again. Party on, party mm-hmm. on. Let's begin. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't sing it. So, uh, if you're new to the podcast, glad you're here. Daniel and I take ourselves very seriously on one thing and one thing only, and that's fandom. We don't take mm-hmm. ourselves seriously on guruness or insiderness because this just in, G Day proved no one a flippin' insider. And we'll get to oh, that. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get, get to, to that, that in, in a uh, moment. A little bit. That's right. Uh, that's correct. Uh, this podcast is for fans by fans. We're here to have a good time. We're here to mm. talk like fans do. If you are looking to take yourself too seriously, if you are looking for some sort of insider guru knowledge, that's not what you're going to find here. If you're looking to have a great time and laugh a little bit and talk about Georgia football and basketball, this is the place for you. We're glad that you're here. Thank you for joining us. As Clint said, um, <clears throat> we are uh your podcast for georgia football and basketball five days a week and so thank you for uh being here subscribe to the show if you're new and that gets it downloaded to the device of your choosing uh most weeks five days a week um last week uh hit a little hit a couple glitches but this week we're back monday through friday and so um want to make sure we get all the shows to you so subscribe to the podcast if you like it then leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't like it, then just find another Georgia podcast. There's 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 a few. Mm. Um, uh, but we hope that you we hope that you enjoy it, and we are glad that you're here. And so leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you so desire. Uh, and then send us an email or reach out to us on Twitter. Both of those are great ways to get in touch with us. Uh, as as we've said a couple times already, we're Georgia fans. We presume you're a Georgia fan, and so we would love to chat. We'd love to talk with you about your thoughts about G-Day. We'd love to get your input on the podcast, things that you want to hear us talk about, things that you'd like us to say more of or less of. Uh, please let us know. Send us an email, lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. We would love to interact with you in both of those spaces. 
Um, uh, this week, Clint, is going to be all about G-Day. As we've said, oh, we've watched yeah. football. We've seen the red and black uh, and white jerseys white out jersey, there yeah. on the field at the same time. And um, and all God's people said amen, mm. and it was good. Mm. And so we've got a lot to talk about. Um, and there are a million different – this is going to be multiple days. And so if we don't get to the things that you thought we were going to talk about, believe, we'll, we'll probably get to them tomorrow or happen. Wednesday or some other time. Um, also, let us know. Send us an email. Let us know what you want us to talk about. But, but we're going to start – this way. Last week, Clint, while you were gone, I don't know if you listened to the podcast, but on Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, the last day that we had an episode, I broke down the three things that I would be watching at G-Day uh, this Saturday. And sure enough, I'm a man of my word. I watched those three things, and I watched them very closely. And so I thought, what better way to frame our conversation today than by going back and um, talking about those three things. Let's just check in. The first thing on the list was I said I would be watching offensive line play. I said I wanted to know. I didn't care who started. No. Which, by the way, Jamari Sawyer did not get the start. Some people, Tate Ratledge got the start, I guess, ahead of Jamari Sawyer. I don't, did Kirby just tell you that Tate Ratledge needed reps? Did he, did he say that? Yeah. You so, ask me if Kirby Smart is a dumb individual or a smart individual, and if the best yeah. offensive line we have has Jamari yeah. in it. So calm down. Yeah. We're not we're not worried about that. We don't care who starts. We did want to know who played and where they played and yep. how much they played and most importantly how well they played. I made the point on Wednesday, Clint. Um, obviously, didn't get to get your opinion about this, but I made the point that some years sacks at a G Day game are good. You want to see them. For example, 2018, we had a very highly touted. Um, much anticipated offensive line. We thought the offensive line 2018 was going to be one of the best we'd ever seen. We did. And so G-Day that year, every QB pressure, every QB hurry, we were jumping out of our chairs getting very excited about a sack. This year I made the point that sacks in this game were not going to be a good thing. And lo and behold, we had lots of them. Lots of early whistles. Lot of QB hurries, a lot of people scrambling for their lives, a lot of uh, jailbreak action up front. Dare I say so? Clint might be starting on a bit of a downer here, wow. but Welcome we got to the we got pod. a lot we got a lot of positive things to talk about. But let's just go ahead and get this out of the way. I was not pleased with the offensive line play on Saturday. Uh, Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm not gonna say I I was pleased. So this next couple of segments of diatribe. Where I try to encourage you is not me saying I was pleased, but if I'm taking the ceiling and the floor, Daniel, of this offensive Okay. Line, okay. So okay. first and foremost, let's start with who did they go up against? The we we believe the best front seven in college football. The best front seven in college football. <laughs> and if you need any proof, ninety nine and ninety five, the two interior defenses. Devonte Wyatt. Wyatt, get out there and make some money. You tell me right now, Devonte Wyatt ain't shooting for for beginning of second round, Daniel. He he will be in the conversation for a first two round draft pick in this coming year. Devontae Wyatt is out there playing like a Ooh, man that wants he's to possessed. get paid. He's possessed. So those two interior. Then the then the edge that was all place. Nolan Smith actually played pretty well in this G Day. We'll get to him a little later. He played sure admirably. Um so first of all, this offensive line going against the okay. best defensive Stiff line. Stiff competition. Secondly, when they got set, 
Daniel. When okay. the offensive line put their foot down, they looked in unison. They looked choreographed. They looked like they knew what they were doing and competent to the defense, and they were able to recognize the pressure. They held up okay. They they were fine. So the best the the thing that the offensive line looked best at at times one two three plays it was it was good Daniel it was great it wasn't sloppy it was sure. crisp now the floor right now is basement bargain prices floor hey. it's not great again so I looked at it and I said if we can increase the floor the ceiling is an impeccable offensive line. The floor, unfortunately, is a Swiss cheese that just lets it all pour. JT through. Daniels running for his life Correct. the entire season. Correct. Yeah, and and it's it's probably unfair because the only thing there were only two things that that could have possibly happened in this game. Thing number one was um, we were not pleased with the offensive line play. Mm-hmm. Thing number two was we were dumbfounded at how well the offensive line played like shocked because no one really expected the against this front seven to your point this inexperienced new people trotting out there at virtually every position uh nobody would have would have expected the offensive line to come out and look really good and so it's probably unfair to say that we're disappointed because um because this should have been what we expected, and yet, this is our team. The, everybody wants to talk about the skill. Everybody wants to talk about the playmakers. Everybody wants to talk about the quarterback, and rightfully so. Sure. We're going to talk about it a lot. But none of those things matter if you can't block. Okay. If you can't block them up front, none of it matters. If the front four is going to get pressure, mm-hmm. drive in and drive out, then all of a sudden coverage becomes a lot easier. All of a sudden uh, linebackers are playing freely in space because they're not having to constantly be, be coming on a blitz. Um, they're able to, to run more double teams at problematic wide receivers and tight ends. And so, yeah, it's not great, the offensive line play. It needs to get better. Fortunately, the season doesn't start it's, tomorrow. It's spring ball. We got a, yeah. we got a whole fall camp. And so these guys are going to continue to improve. And if you want to know a unit of the team that gels best with chemistry and time together and combination, it's the offensive line. Like, there's no other group. They They need it. They need to play. So don't worry about that. So, uh, hey, we're going to come back after this and talk to you about the playmakers. But first, we want to let you know about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is your place to go. Sportsbook experts go to betonline.ag right now if you missed out on the masters missed out on season win totals for the braves that's okay uh it turns out you're not going to get that season win total on the braves let's not talk you about that right stop now. it you stop uh, it right now it's early it's early um, it's early but bet online is your sports book experts head over there right now put in the promo code locked on you're going to get 50 percent on top of whatever you put down in your initial deposit you put 100 bucks they're going to give you 50 free dollars put 200 get 100 dollars and so on and and so forth. BetOnline.ag. Go over there right now. Bet on anything you want. Even even some uh, weird reality TV shows. Just get weird with it, y'all. And just put money get, on things. Uh, get weird. Uh, BetOnline.ag, your sports book experts. Playmakers, right, the, Daniel. The second thing I said that I would be looking for at G-Day was playmakers. I said, I want to know, Clint... Mm-hmm. 
Who wants to go out there and make a play? Again, I said I don't care who starts. Uh-huh. I do not care where they're lined up. I want to know who wants to make a play. And full disclosure, there are a lot of names we could talk about in this segment. And we will talk about some of those other names later in the week. Yep. But, but Clint, we're going to have to just devote this whole segment to my man, Adnan Mitchell. Whole segment. We are not going to talk about anybody else. Because this man, A.D. Mitchell, from Antioch, Tennessee, right down the road from me, Cambridge High School here in Antioch, Tennessee. Um, some people, some people want to say, Clint, that um, quote he doesn't look like a three-star wide receiver. Quick question for you, Clint. Mm-hmm. Did does Kirby Smart care about how many stars a wide receiver has next to his name when he recruits them? This is what Kirby cares about. When he turns on tape, do you flash? Mm-hmm. And in games, mm-hmm. do you take over? So, so. He doesn't care if you how many camps you went to. No. He doesn't care how many recruiting insiders and gurus saw you play your high school football games in Antioch, Tennessee. Nope, don't care. No, don't care none about that. What he cares about is he sees you and he knows that you can go out and catch the football. Well, Clint, Adnan Mitchell, he's got some size to him. Oh, okay? does he ever? He's 6'4", six, he, six and he is long and rangy. Okay? That's how I would describe him. Angular. He can mm. he he is he is lengthy <laughs> in his body. But he is not your typical big wide receiver, right? No, not at all. Because Marcus Ro- Marcus Roseme Jack Saint. Yes. He is not. Okay. Marcus Roseme is a big uh, a big bully you around. There you go. That's exactly. And go right. through you, go over you, and get the football, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. No, That's Daniel, the, the kind word, of guy he is. The word they kept on using for for Mitchell was twitchy. He'd come in That's and right. out of breaks. And when quarterbacks, y'all, just pay attention, okay? The people who throw the ball, whose job it is to make mm-hmm. completions, when they keep looking at you and they keep talking about your route running ability, that you can get in and out of breaks easily, smoothly, and quickly, what the quarterback is telling you is, when I throw the ball where I want to throw it, he's going to be there. That's what they yep. mean. And I don't know if you understand yep. how route concepts work Mm -hmm. but when you throw the ball where you want to the receiver should be there that's how you don't get interceptions and timing and all that and mitchell has that daniel you hear it all over the place from everybody within uga's facilities twitchy it's not it's not overly complicated at some point the name of the game is can you get open that's it and the and the answer with A.D. Mitchell appears to be a yes. Mm-hmm. A yes, I can get open. Over and over and over again, he found himself open. And let me just tell you this right now. When he went Stretch Armstrong ooh, ooh. in the end zone, and he went go-go gadget arms, and he went out and he caught that laser beam. Like it was shot off the head of a shark in the movie Austin Powers, laser beam from JT Daniels. When he caught that ball in the end zone, I made a noise that I have not made in quite some time oh. watching a Georgia football game, Clint. It was real. My children, my children 
had to remind me, Dad, you know this is just spring game. This is I said Shut up, son. I don't Shut up, care. Son. Shut up, son. I don't We ain't talking about that right now. We did you ta- see what that you see you what see that eighteen year old just did? See what that man just did. Let's be excited because that translates. Y'all, uh, Adnan Mitchell, seven receptions, 105, a touchdown, long of 24. But that wasn't my biggest thing. Targeted Daniel. Daniel, he had 13 balls thrown his way. JT Daniel loves this kid. Not, look, okay. that's, all, that's all I need to know. J, in JT, we trust. If JT trusts him, he good. He mm-hmm. in good company. Where, who's your people? Oh, JT, your people? Okay, we fine. Yeah. So now listen. Some of y'all, just we're not trying to get... Carried away. No. Okay. He he's not the best receiver on this team. Okay. Let's repeat that. Okay. Jermaine. Not not really seeing a lot of action. Aaron there Smith had a white jersey. Ma- Marcus Rosemey, another white jersey. Not seeing a lot of action there at G Day. I expect all three of those guys to be ahead. Eh. Arian Smith, it's debatable. I'm gonna I'm gonna just say that right now. It's debatable. I think A. D. Mitchell might I think A.D. Mitchell will have more targets than Arian Smith at the end of the year. Period. More catches, more targets. Maybe not more yards because uh, because Arian Smith is going to have some 70s mm-hmm. next to his, mm-hmm. you know, on the receptions. But, yeah, I do expect Marcus Rosemey, uh, Jermaine Burton, obviously Darnell Washington. I expect these guys to be more factors in the passing game. But... If you think for one second after watching that performance that this man is not going to see action in every single game mm-hmm. and he's not going to make catches, I would bet he makes a catch in every single game at this point. I, would, I wouldn't bet against that. The future is bright for the young man, and we know Kirby is not shy. If you are a freshman wide receiver and you can learn the playbook and you can catch the ball, just go back in time and 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 – Look at the tape. Kirby will play you. That's if it. you can do it, Kirby will play you. Uh, and uh, this kid can do it, Clint. Can he ever, Daniel? Can he ever? Hey, we're going to come back on the other side of this and talk to you about backup quarterbacks and tell you why it's important. But Daniel has something to tell you. Yeah, first, let's talk to you about Bilt Bar. Clint already told you the show is brought to you by Bilt Bar today. And they are the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. And let me just say... Um, they will not disappoint you. People, if you've not had a Built Bar yet and you've been listening to this podcast forever, um, maybe you think to yourself, I'm not really into protein bars. Well, I'm not really into protein bars either. Do you know what I am into? Things that taste great that will be a good option for a snack in the middle of the day uh, of a long day at work. That's what a Built Bar is. It's high in protein. It's high in fiber. It's low in sugar. It's keto approved. And most importantly, it tastes like a candy bar. There are a million flavors and all of them are delicious. And you can try any one of them by going to BuiltBar.com and entering the promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off your order of Built Bars. That is LOCKEDON20 for 20% off your order at BuiltBar.com. The tasty protein bar on planet earth clint the last thing i said that i would be watching keenly for at g day was the backup quarterback competition sure i wanted to see carson beck i wanted to see brock vandalay of vandalay industries and clint i gotta say of all the things we watched at g day mm-hmm. this was the best this was the most exciting thing that I saw 
at G-Day because Georgia has not one very exciting quarterback in JT Daniels. Not two very exciting quarterbacks. Keep going. But, Clint, Georgia has three very exciting, legitimately could be dynamic quarterbacks in JT Daniels, Carson Beck, and Brock Vandalay, Vandalay Industries. These backups balled out, Clint. They just came out there and played fantastic, did they not? Slinging the ball. JT Daniels, 28 of 41, 324, three tuds. Carson Beck, 22 of 31, 236, two tuds, and a pick. Brock Vandalay of Vandalay Industry, also known as Brock Vandegriff. Six of nine for 47, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Daniel, they balled out. Carson Beck and Brock Vandalay. But I'll tell you what. Here's, I'm going to go back to something I said long ago. Okay. Okay. It was this or that segment, and I was asked about the potential of having Brock Vandegrift Vandalay never taking a snap for UGA. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Or Gunnar Stockton never taking a snap for UGA. Okay. Yeah, I remember it well. Okay. And he, you gave the wrong answer, I believe. Here's no. Here was the rationale I gave. Okay. I said, never again in my fandom of UGA, when it pertains to the quarterback, will I ever root for a consistent, reliable, accurate, good head quarterback, a la Jake Fromm. Okay? Okay. You don't want it. I I want the woo plays. The play that makes me go woo. I want that mm-hmm. each and every time. Now listen to me. Carson Beck okay. balled at this game. There's no doubt. Uh, yeah, if you're about to say nope. Carson Beck is a Jake, is a nope. Jake from, you better shut your mouth right now. I, because I, that ain't it. No, no. But okay. I will say this. When Brock got in the game, Daniel, I was saying mm-hmm. woo a whole lot more. Listen, that first play, he rolled out to the right. Oh, my gosh. And he threw Done. a dart. 17 yards down the field, and I'm telling you, he hit the triple 20, and it was over, Clint. He threw a dart down the field, and then I believe it was the very next play, he busts out he busts out of the pocket left. to the left, mm-hmm. and he just gazelles his way 25 yards That's down right. the field. And and I text, we texted each other, and we said, call it. Book it. That's it. I've seen enough. I'm done. I've seen enough. I've seen – listen – now, Carson Beck played so well in this game. It he was, looked so good. It was going to be so easy after the first series that I saw Brock Vandegrift to say, Carson Beck, oh, you're going to do some check downs. You're just going to dink and duck. That's not what he did, y'all. He came out. He no. hit some great, great balls. No. The kid's got a huge arm, and you can see it. Um, you can see it in the throws. He's got... He's got a massive arm and um, seems to really have a good head on his shoulders. All he the does. all the reports are he's had an amazing spring and he's most improved player. And honestly, I think he's the favorite ahead of Brock Vandalay right now. I don't. Order, I don't like, disregard. In terms yeah, of, right. In terms of taking snaps this year, now for me, mm-hmm. it's Brock. It's for me. That's who I want. It's not. That's close. who I want. It's not it's, close for it's me. An, it's not. And Carson, it's not it's nothing personal. Nope. And if it it has nothing to do with Carson Beck not being good. It's just a matter of 
Sometimes you have very good and you have maybe great and great is better than very good. And so you just, you know, sometimes you have to say, I can't have very good right now. I'm just not available for I'll very take, good. And I'll take better. Better is what I'm yeah, going so, for. Backup quarterback, though, listen, these are rich people problems, Clint. This is what I'm trying let's, to tell you. Let's just <laughs> hold on. Let, let me just let me just recap this for y'all. I don't think yes. I don't please think, recap okay. for the listener. I don't think we all realize what's happening. JT Daniels, okay. stud. How good is JT Daniels, okay. by the way? But I don't know if we're going to get to talk about it later. I mean, we're going to have to have a whole segment on JT Daniels. How good is this guy? I, um, <laughs> um, is he better than uh, you thought he was? Uh, he, uh, he lights just leaps he might and be bounds. better. He's better than I thought. He just, and y'all don't think by the end of the season, if it goes how we think it's going to go, that I'm not going to be calling him the greatest quarterback in UGA history. <laughs> you better believe I will, okay? <laughs> I think I think Clint's already done that on the podcast. Let's go, Michael. Can you can we check the archives? Do we have that on the? Uh... Okay, so don't don't add me with that. So we have possibly he leads us to where we want to go. Possibly one of the best seasons a quarterback has ever had at UGA, followed by Carson Beck, who just balled out and we're calling exceptional. Maybe not great. We're, we'll see. And then Brock Vandegrift, Vandelay, right after him, who I'm calling Daniel's calling exceptional. We want him. All those those are three Daniel. Hmm. Three quarterbacks, not one, not no, not Plan B, not well. No. If JT ain't good, we can always go here and maybe he. No, 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 no. There's mm-hmm. no Plan B. Mm-hmm. There's no one, one A, one uh-huh. B. Uh huh. And listen, let me tell you this right now. <clears throat> if JT Daniels, God forbid, I'm, if JT Daniels, mm-hmm. something happens, I'm getting uncomfortable. It ain't Stetson Bennett. Let me just say this right now. It ain't Stetson Bennett. No. No. It's Carson Beck. Carson Beck's coming in to that game. And listen to me, Clint. I feel great. I feel fine. We got we have a great shot at winning that game. I don't feel great because JT Daniels, obviously, but I feel fine about our chances to continue right. to have the season that we want to have. Great quarterback problems at UGA. And I love the fact, I said this on Wednesday, I love the fact that the quarterback battle is for the backup position. That's what you want. The, the starter is entrenched, and um, he just, he out there just flicking just absolute dimes down the field. Um, looked real good, but just looked by the real way, good. By the way, Daniel, yeah. uh, he underthrow any go routes in this game? No, I didn't see that. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. So just so just go back to last year, all the go routes uh-huh. that he underthrew. Yeah. Now now just what if they weren't and all of uh-huh. those turn just, into touchdowns as they would have? Yeah. Okay. Listen. Well chemistry. Chem- chemistry is building and um he also was down two of his best wide receivers. Just again, so, let that all sink not, in. Okay. Okay. Hey, we're gonna come back tomorrow. Yes. Hear us correctly. Daniel and I, both of us, will be here tomorrow breaking down more UGA G-Day film. Uh, Hope you can join us in. Until then, we'll see you. See you.